Hi guys. I have some fun on there. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show. I'm gonna go country on this one. On the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. Woohoo! How about you? Where's your jingle? Uh, let's see. Let's see. What do I got? What do I got today? What's in my heart today? Yeah, what's in your Skyhawk! heart? Skyhawk! Oh my God, you got a little Axl Rose in your yes. heart. Fuck. I know. Scream Queen. Move over, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, where's our jingle from you, Booth? Blinded by Skyhawk, wrecked up like a douche. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody hears douche in that song. Yes, they do. Nobody knows what a deuce is unless they're a car enthusiast. <laughs> Fucking Lexus doesn't know what a deuce is, so she's automatically going to hear douche, revved up like a douche. Yes. Jeez. All right. So for everybody who's just joining us and has never listened to the show before, I am the living legend herself, the amazing icon, Kimber fucking Haven, queen of all media. What can I say? Um, and who, who do I got over there? Who do, who, the one on. rolling her eyes? Uh, I did not notice that. I don't look at the eyes of the mm. little people. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Little people. <laughs> Bitch, little people keeps you alive. That's true. <laughs> You are my caretaker. I am Lexus. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, the enthusiasm. Everyone is just hey, as enthused as you I were. I spent all my energy on that fucking intro. It was good, though. You spelled that shit out. All right, let's go to the fucking engineering booth. All right, what's up up in there, booth? You have Raven Oh, Rocks. Jesus Christ. She's ready with her fucking electronic shit see this is what happens when when <laughs> see the booth has this narcissism they think they're all powerful the booth does what yeah because she constantly she's like i can cut you off anytime i want so you're you're not a narcissist I, <laughs> what, what, what the fuck with that yeah these nuts <laughs> all right so uh we always start the show every week um, with uh, Lexus's segment, which is, you know, we want to... Which makes people happy <laughs> yeah, to I hear know, from right. me. We, we, we want to always start the show on an upbeat uh, note. So we always start the show with dead news, which is uh, a little thing where we start discussing dead people that have recently become dead. Well, we didn't last week because you made us end with it. I know. See, my, my feelings here is you can only go up from the sadness. So there you go. Yeah. See, it's a it's a cup is half full kind of thinking on your part. Good, good going, optimist. Yeah. This week though, it was kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So yeah. who do we got in dead news? 
Unfortunately, Carl Weathers. <clears throat> All right. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> fucked up, Raven. You could at least played Eye of the Tiger or some shit. He shit. was the first Sam Jackson. He's been in so many fucking movies. All right. Now I got to, because you were telling me that, and I got to thinking. I'm like, Carl Weathers is an important person to every generation. I'm like, so people in the 70s and 80s see him as Apollo Creed. Yeah. People in the mid 80s see him as uh, as Predator. Yeah. The guy who gets he gets his arm blown off. But people uh, in the 90s. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, 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 tubs. Yeah. They tubs. see him as Tubs from Happy Gilmore. And again, his arm. Or, yeah. Or his hand. <laughs> yeah, arm yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and now these millennials and Gen Zers see him as Grief Karga from The Mandalorian. He's been in The Mandalorian since fucking the first episode. He's still in The Mandalorian. He won't be anymore. But he was still in The Mandalorian yep. through season three. So every generation has their own incarnation of how they saw Carl Weathers. Was Carl Weathers to them Apollo Creed? Was he Arnie's best friend that hits the fucking handshake and <laughs> flexes the muscles? I mean, was he Tubbs, the, the fucking golfer? Was he Grief Karga? Who who was Carl Weathers to everybody? It's like he's somebody different to, to, to me. To every generation. To me, Carl Weathers, as much as he did, and as many amazing, legendary movies as he appeared in, as likable as he was, to me, Carl Weathers will always be Action Jackson. Fucking adore the movie. Now, I, I Lexus probably has never even fucking nope. seen it. Nope, I have not. Raven, have you ever seen Action Jackson? No. How do you like your ribs? Never seen it. I mean, Action Jackson was like, okay, first of all, girls, we all have to watch Action Jackson one of these fucking days. Is, you think Roadhouse is the epitome of 80s action movie cheese? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We have a movie called Action Jackson with Carl Weathers, and it is marvelous. Actually, I thought the epitome of 80s cheese was Lionheart. Oh, no, 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 no. Action Jackson. I just, thought 80s cheese was that stupid breakdance movie you made me watch. I'm telling you, girls, you Electric watch Action yeah. Jackson. We're all going to sit down and we're going to relive the 80s together one of these nights with Action Jackson. Because to me, Carl Weathers was always Action Jackson. Now, the thing I love about Carl is he could go from... Apollo Creed or a dramatic role and he can be funny as shit as Tubbs. Mm -hmm. The man was like, he could do dramatic. He could do action. He could be a badass, but he could be lovable. He, he was the kind of guy that was a badass even as Apollo because yeah. I watch a little bit of the new Apollo and the guy just doesn't have what Carl Weathers had. Carl Weathers had a gift for being a badass and cocky was so goddamn lovable yes. at the same time. Yes. You never disliked him. Apollo Creed was cocky fuck. And he but could he, he could was pull so off, he goddamn could, lovable. He could pull off some booty shorts. <laughs> yeah. And she and who would have thought? And the midriff shirt. Don't forget yeah. the midriff shirt. And, and first of all, Carl Weathers had one of the sexiest black man's bodies I have ever seen in my fucking life. Hands down. Come on. We all have to admit that the guy was fucking he had an Adonis body. Yeah. Now he, you know, because he used to play pro football. 
I know. I didn't realize yeah, that until he, today. He was a pro he football player. He was on the Raiders team. They made a joke about it yeah. in Happy Gilmore. He's like, you're a pretty big guy. Why didn't you ever play football instead of golfing? They actually mentioned that in Happy Gilmore as an inside joke that he was a professional football player. Yeah, he player. was on the Raiders. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, of course. Carl Weathers, badass, man. Yeah. You're on the fucking Oakland Raiders. Of course you well, are, motherfucker. Hey, back then it was the L.A. Raiders. Well, they didn't become the Raiders till they went to Oakland. <laughs> and then they got their reputation for, we don't care if we win. We're going to break you. We're going to hurt you. You're, you're going you're gonna to shit your pants every time you're like, oh, shit, we got to go against the Raiders. Raiders were the bad of the bad. They, they were out there to debilitate their opponents. They were hardcore. But who would have thought the Carl Weathers, who had the body of a goddamn Adonis, would live less of a time than fucking Trump. Trump outlived Carl Weathers. Trump is older. That fat glob of shit who, who has publicly said he doesn't believe in working out, has never been to a gym in his fucking life. And fucking Carl Weathers dies before that cocksucker. I know. I know. What kind of fucking justice? That's why I, you know, all these people that are super into health and veganism and Trump, everything, it's like, fuck you. God has already decided. If God Trump, exists, he's already decided when you're going to die. eating a lot more preservatives. <laughs> so he's basically human embalming? Yes. Well, you know, he, he loves his Diet Coke, so I guess that means I'm partially embalmed. You are. Well, formaldehyde when is. When was the last time you had a glass of water? What? Yeah. There's water in Diet Coke. Shit, I forgot my water. And there's water in coffee. There, I get my water. Jesus. <clears throat> okay, so who was who in particular was Carl Weathers to you personally? I will always remember him as Tubbs. Tubbs? He's yeah. Tubbs to you? That's yeah. his iconic role to you? I mean, granted, I watched him when I was younger in, you know, being Apollo Creed. But I will always remember him as Tubbs. Action Jackson was his first major role to me because that was the first movie he actually starred in. He was the star. It was around him. He's usually a co-star or side character, yeah. uh, whether it be Grief Karga or Tubbs he, or even Apollo. He's usually a side character, not the star. But Action Jackson was like his film. It was his movie. He was the star. That's why I loved it. And because the whole movie's him because he's the best part of most movies when he's in them. Yeah. But Action Jackson's is great. Very, very he, yeah, he is. He's just got a high charisma. So Raven, who will Carl Weathers always be to you? Oh, he's always going to be Apollo Creed. <laughs> Apollo Creed. Oh, that, yeah. That's an iconic one. Yeah. See that? In that, in that American, uh, flag robe and the American flag right before shorts. he dies right before he dies see but his neck broke yeah. <laughs> that was dies, made the year dies. I was born so I didn't see it till much later well I mean growing <clears throat> up I watched all the Rocky movies God knows how many and, times and as cheesy as Rocky 4 was and it was cheesy how I mean I would say of all iconic villains of all time Ivan Drago Fucking was the shit. I must break you. If he dies, he dies. I mean, he's just, he, he said, he literally said like a, a total of 12 words in that film and they're all fucking iconic. <laughs> Every fucking he's, the time he said a line on screen, it was like, that is an Ivan Drago iconic line. Everybody's going to repeat you that know, forever. I saw a video about him not long ago and that dude is actually like, like a small time genius. Holy shit, Harley's in the room. 
Yeah, I saw. Oh, I didn't even notice she was in there. Fucking crazy ass bitch. <laughs> she is. She's fucking crazy. All right. Uh, okay. We got to tell you a Harley story. Oh, is Jesus. This the Denny's? Which one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're older. Harley is not. <laughs> Harley is Harley. She's always been unique. She's a special kind of person that you love her or hate her. Uh, we've been friends with Harley for a long time. She's, she's a lot. So we all went to Denny's together and we sat down. She's got a lot of energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when you're old people, when you're old people. And just to put this in perspective, this is Denny's at like, what, three in the morning? Yeah, because it's after we had been at a club. <laughs> yeah. All right, M. Black, you get to keep your black card because you know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you're a black man and don't know who Action Jackson is, you can fuck off. I mean, give up your black card right there. If you, you're my age and you don't know who Action Jackson is, you're not a fucking black You were black trying man. to take his black card last week. <laughs> That's the scene. How do you like your ribs? <laughs> we, he, he's got this big uh, grenade launcher and he explodes this guy. That's what he asked him right before he Okay, see... Him. I'm not Great. used to seeing his body like that. I'm used to seeing it in a midriff and sh- really short shorts. <laughs> he was, man, he was sexy. Carl Weathers, sexy black man. Sexy black man. Okay, I wouldn't fuck Grief Carga because by that time he was looking rough. <laughs> but I mean, come on. Back in the day, Carl Weathers was shit. You know he had big ass dick. Look at Apollo Creed is probably packing 10. I'm going to have to re-watch that movie and look at his shorts. And masturbate? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, um, okay. Now, uh, alongside the Carl Weather thing, there is a subject that I have been dying to fucking talk about. I have been dying all fucking week. You never finished your Harley story. Oh, yeah. Well, th- well, it, it was basically finished. Uh the whole Harley thing is Harley's a lot. It wasn't it a Halloween lot. too. Wasn't it Halloween? I don't know, but she is funny, but she is extremely loud, abrasive, and didn't, obnoxious didn't to they, other people. Didn't they almost kick us out because of her? She don't give no fucks. Harley is Harley. She 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 has never given no fucks. She is so confident with with herself. It's amazing. It's like God damn this girl. She 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 fears nothing. She don't give no fucks about what anybody thinks about her. Harley's a lot. Harley's a trip. If you hang out with Harley, you're in for a good time, though. She's a trip. Well, if you've got enough energy. If you, if, yeah. If you've expended your energy. If you're older, I would not suggest hanging out with Harley. She's <laughs> she's a little, I don't, well, to be honest, we haven't hung out with Harley in years, so maybe she yeah. slowed down a little bit. But back in, in the day, she had way too much fucking pep for us. She was like. ADHD on cocaine. Yeah, she was like always just wired the fuck up. But anyway, I've been dying to talk about this thing for a week. I've been just chomping at the bit. I'm like, I got to get on the radio. I got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. I've got to talk about Vince McMahon shitting on the chick's head. (laughs) Come on now. I've been dying to talk about this. Okay. You know about this, right? No. Oh, my oh God. My. See, this is why you need to follow the fucking news. Okay. I don't want to follow the news. So Vince McMahon 
Everybody knows who Vince McMahon he's is. He's in trouble. Uh, he he's been alleged. Uh, he's he's uh, under investigation. He's been alleged for some crimes, and uh, the crimes he's done. Ooh boy, um, they're not like uh, murder. <laughs> he's like supposedly what was he's she never going like to recover a, from this. Like a like a. What was she like an an assistant or something? He's like supposedly yeah, he, like been pimping an assistant. He out shit on shit. a girl's head. He made her keep the shit on her head while him and his buddies held her down and gang raped her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking fucking Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Remember our uh, uh, what was his name? Army Hammer, who was a cannibal that got yeah. fucking. Uh, he's nothing now. He's working at a tourist center in fucking a foreign country. But Jesus, Vince McMahon, the he, shit he in this document. He supposedly has has pimped her out yeah. to other wrestlers. And the the shit in this document is so horrific. And she supposedly so has foul. like the text messages to back a lot of the shit up. And I guess he's really into shitting on women because it's a control. He likes to he's got a small penis. belittle and degrade them. To make himself feel better? Yes. Yes, because he's got a small penis. And when you read the documents of what he's uh, he supposedly did, it's so graphic and so horrific that no one will ever, ever forgive this man. Even if... He came out tomorrow and proved everything false. He will still always be known as the guy who shit on a woman. He's going to be Kevin Spacey. Because that he did. It's uh, whether she was consenting oh, or not no, is up in the air. No, Kevin Spacey's going to look like a goddamn angel compared to this yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, people are like, oh, Kevin Spacey was in his clothes and grinded on a kid and was found innocent yeah. of that accusation. By the way, it was all bullshit. You knew that, right, right, right? Yeah, yeah. He was found completely innocent of all the charges by a jury of his peers. Uh, basically. But see, nobody ever hears that. That yeah. doesn't make big news. Mm-hmm. So he's been fucking kicked out of Hollywood because a bunch of people accused him of rape. And it turns out they were just fame chasers. And it was all a fucking lie. And he was proven innocent beyond a shadow of a doubt by a jury of all of the crimes he was accused of. And uh, he still has no career. Vince McMahon shit on a woman's head. He took a poopy on a woman's <laughs> head. There is no getting out of that. I'm shocked that he didn't take pictures of it. He probably did. <laughs> but there there are certain things, like with uh, Army Hammer's cannibalism thing. Uh, there are certain things that as a society, we can never ever forgive past. or move past yeah um there i mean oj is still in the public eye fucking bill cosby walked mm-hmm. but nobody's ever going to forgive certain things cannibalism that is an unforgivable that's automatic suicide you're done and fucking shitting on a woman's I head i mean i like to be alone when i poop I don't see how you can squat over somebody's head and and push one out. And I don't care who the fuck you are from now on. Every time you see a picture of Vincent Pan, you're going to picture him in your mind squatting on a woman pooping on her head because that's now who he is. He's he's the he's the chick pooper. He he's into poop play and now everybody knows 
His, it doesn't matter if he goes to jail for the rest of his life. Shit. It doesn't matter. That picture M. Black just shared, he, he kind of looks like he's pushing. <laughs> I mean, he will. He, this is one of those humiliations and shames that nobody will ever accept, nobody will ever forget, and nobody will ever let him live down. He's lucky at this point that he's almost dead. You know, you know he watched Two Girls, One Cup, and he got turned on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just amazes me that Mr. Uh, poop on chicks Guys, heads here. If you don't know what that is, I implore you not to watch it. Yes. Yeah, just, yeah. I've never seen from it. a gender. If it. you're Gen Z or millennials, don't fucking look at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he will always be known as Mr. Poops on Head. Like Mrs. Chokes on Dicks, he'll be Mr. Poops on Head. And uh, oh my God, how long do you think it's going to take South Park to jump on this? And this cocksucker outlived Carl Weathers. Fuck him. I mean, his only benefit is that he is elderly as fuck. He is on his last leg, and he better see that as a blessing because hopefully after that fucker dies, people will forget that he sh- took shit on people's no, heads. That's the legacy he's they leaving that. How would that feel? You're Vince McMahon. You're considered a god of your fucking field. You are considered the Jim Henson of your, the and Walt Disney of your fucking field. Yes. How would, <laughs> look, I'm like, God damn, you are literally the, the greatest person of that field ever. And you are iconic beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then you work 80 years of your fucking life to become the Walt Disney of what you do. And then you finally achieve it. And then all of a sudden, the very end, right before you die, people say, no, we're not going to remember any of that. The only thing you will ever be remembered from here on is sh- taking a shit on a woman's head. It reminds me of that scene in Men in Tights where he says, from now on, you know, uh, all, all toilets will be known as John's as the punishment. <laughs> it's like from now on, no matter what he has done, what he accomplished, what he became, when he dies in a year or two, he will just always be known as the poops on chick guy always that so i mean it's like his entire fucking life of trying to build this huge legacy of what he's known for and achieving all this shit and being this worldwide icon and then to just fuck everything up and leave behind nothing but mr poops on head that's all he is now it's just so fucking insanely sad it's you took walt disney and you brought him down to a guy that takes a dump on a woman's head. And that's all he is now. And he was literally an icon, a living legend of his field. Well, I mean, he's been shitting on his wrestlers for years. So, I mean, this is just... That is 100% true. That is 100% true. However, his legacy is undeniable, but it's all gone now. No matter if he was a good person or not, his legacy was still there. It was still intact. When he died, there would have been a celebration beyond all celebrations. Yeah. But now what? Now what happens? I mean, I think M. Black just shared a picture of the alleged poopy. Yeah, the poopy. <laughs> he took a poopy on the poopy. She's cute, but I mean, I, I mean, nobody's well, cute enough that I'd want to shit on and, them. And here's the thing. She's always going to be remembered as the girl who got pooped on, too. She's going to be very popular with a select few. So that's kind of <laughs> sad. But 
Okay, I'm sure she's going to be taken care of, well taken care of monetarily for it. Yeah, but is it fucking worth it? Uh, you would have to ask Monica Lewinsky. Because she went through that. Yeah, she, I, she, I just recently watched a documentary yep, about her. She wanted to kill herself. Yes. She would say it's not worth it. Not She's worth it at all. She's been denied so many jobs. She's tried to change her name, all kinds of shit. So since you were completely oblivious of this, now that I have informed you. How long <laughs> How long till we start getting the Grey Poupon jokes? <laughs> now that I've informed you what has happened, what are your thoughts about it? It's fucking disgusting. You would not believe, because that is the thing that stood out to me. But the thing that's going to hit you hard is the three-way rape and all this shit holding her down. But to me, shitting on, it, it was over at that point. Because they, they start with that. When they go through the allegations, that's the starter. With me, all the rest is like, okay, that's minor. <laughs> you you just peeked at shit on her head. That was, I was like, game over for me. That was all it took. And then the rest is just like fucked up toxic frosting on it. You know, like held her down, fucking raped her against her will, pimped her out. I'm like, yeah, but you shit on her head, dude. That was the opener. That I was done with that. I'm really conflicted. I, I, why would you continue to work for this man? Obviously, it's... Money, 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 money. It doesn't matter. Obviously, the abuse started small. Because he wanted to see what he could get away with. Yes. The more and more that he put on on somebody, I mean, you, it's not worth it to me. People have a price on their dignity. Ask Lindsey Graham. I mean, everybody has a price for their dignity. It just, it's the way it works. So it's like he met her price. That's the way it works. Now, she was okay with that. And I'm fine, okay? She, well, he says, I'm going to give you this amount of money of shit on your head. She says, okay. I don't give a fuck. You're sick, twisted fucks. She got a good payout. She obviously thought it was worth it. That's up to her. Now, the rape, the pimping her out, that's not a consensual. No. She was not. I don't feel bad if she gets shit on her head. If it's consensual, she's taking a payout. She's made a choice for her own benefit. She's decided her price. Yeah. Everybody's going to. I mean, I've even talked with this with Raven. Everybody's going to take shit on their head for a certain price. You just got to figure out their price to take a shit on their head. Because like Raven pointed out, that shit washes off. But that money could last you the rest of your fucking life, you know? So, um. Everybody has a price for taking... Uh, so I don't find her offensive because she found a price that she's willing to take a shit on her head. We all would. <laughs> the, the thing is, she was raped and held down by three men and pimped out. Now, at then I start kind of swerving over back to your side. Because if she was in a business arrangement and getting well taken care of financially, and this is why she tolerated this, that's fine. That is a business deal between two consenting adults. However, after she gets raped, because it happened more than once, why does she continue working for the man? Why doesn't she immediately uh, go, fuck you, go to the police? Yeah. So it goes, yeah. it goes. I, mean, I understand. Yeah. I understand that he's powerful, but still like, you know, the, the first time's going to be the last time. 
um, yeah, it's just like I don't understand from from Lexus's point of view. I I agree with her that there's something fishy about unless, if this woman was raped against her will or pimped against unless, her will. Why didn't she quit? Unless there's something going on, like with Danny Masterson, there was some shit going on behind the scenes with the whole. Um, oh, what what is that religious sect he's with? Scientology. Scientology. You know, everybody said that about his rape victims, and then it came out that the Scientology higher-ups were trying to keep them silent. So. Well, I, I was thinking maybe she stayed and allowed so much to happen because when he did buy her off to get shit on, he took video or photos and then blackmailed her later. Yeah, that's to what I'm some, saying. There might have then, been some other shit going but on. But then I realized that couldn't have, that, that's just false. That's fantasy. And the reason it's fantasy is because if there was any form of blackmail, she would have had it listed in the complaint. Mm -hmm. And it was not listed in the criminal complaint that she was blackmailed with pornographic material. And she would have listed it. So I know that she had nothing being held on her because it's not listed in the formal complaint. So at the same time that I think that is appalling of what Vince did, I do question, I'm kind of with Lexus on the fact that you cannot be raped continually at a job Without the question being asked, why the fuck didn't you quit? I mean, there comes a time that question has to come up. You have to ask that question to the victim. I know you're not supposed to fucking ask a victim because they're going, they're tra- traumatized and they can't make good decisions. And I know it's uncouth to ask, but at some time, if this is repeated against your will, there has to be a discussion with why the fuck didn't you quit? So I agree with Lexus on that point. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I just, I, I, I know I'm not understanding everything because I just learned about it. But that's my first question. Yeah. Why? Why did you stay? Because this was a prolonged situation. This did not happen once. This was something that was going on for a considerable amount of her employment time. Yep. So there at this, you know, on one hand, she got shit on, but I'm not considering her a victim because it sounds to me like it was a business arrangement. He wanted to do it. She agreed for a price. That's what it sounds like to me. However, the rape is always wrong. But, yes. but if you're raped more than once and if you're pimped out against your will for a continued period of time at an employer, the guy doesn't own you. The guy doesn't fucking own you. He's your employer. Just fucking quit. Go to the cops. Just fucking quit. And then sue his ass off. You won't ever have to have that job again. I don't understand a prolonged situation. But then you get into the whole victim mentality and how victims behave. Here's here's the thing. I understand that rent's got to be paid. But at the same time, like, listen, I'll go fucking work 100 hours at McDonald's if my rent's got to be paid. But I'm not going to allow somebody to do that to me. Okay. What if this was the case? I'm just throwing it out there. What if she wanted to quit? What if she wanted to go to the cops? But Vince McMahon said, I'm Vince McMahon. I have all the money in the world. If you try, 
I will bury you in legalities. You will be in court for the rest of your life and you will spend everything you ever make trying to support yourself. It'll be nothing to me. It's not true because I guarantee lawyers were fucking lining up to take her. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, I think lawyers w- would fucking blow each other to get a, a piece of the McMahon yeah. money. That man, it, I would not be surprised if well, that man was a genuine billionaire. From what I was reading, it sounds like she was groomed. Uh, tra- I mean, but Vince is in a tranny. How'd that happen? I thought only trannies groom kids. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess Vince grooms adults. How can you groom an adult? Seriously. Uh, okay. 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 Well, here. like I now said. Now you're going to get me pissed. Like How the said, fuck can you groom an adult? Because like I said, the abuse starts small. The abuse starts small and you see what you can get away with. Then you start. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you're an adult. Then you start with the, I'm Vince McMahon. I can do whatever I want. I, I will get away with it. Oh, ultimately, Miss Grant succumbed to the pressure and signed an NDA in exchange for payments. And then he ultimately stopped making the payments. Whoa, whoa. She signed an NDA whoa, 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 when whoa. Vince McMahon's wife found out about yeah. what he was doing. Now, now read that again. What? Read, read that again. Ultimately, Miss Grant succumbed to the pressure Bullshit. and signed an NDA. Bullshit. She took a payoff. She took a fucking Wait, payout. She took a payout. And she only lodged this complaint after he stopped paying. Stop making payments. Mm-hmm. This is making her out to be a piece of shit. She may have gone through some shit, but wait a second. She came out with a monetary agreement. She's like, I'll do it for this amount. You keep paying me. Okay. I'll keep my mouth shut. That's fine. They, As an adult, she came up with an agreement. But she lodged this complaint only when his check bounced? Mm-hmm. Now, wait, though. If somebody told me I will pay you a million dollars to let me shit on your head, and I said, okay, I'll take a million dollars for let you shit on my head, and then I went to go cash the check, and it fucking bounced, Uh, I'd be pissed. (laughs) Actually, you'd be shit. (laughs) Yes, you'd be pissed, and you'd be in the right, Raven. And I'd still have shit on my head. You'd be pissed, and you'd be in the right, but you know what you wouldn't be? A victim. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, he's a piece of shit, but I'm not painting her as a victim. She does not sound fucking innocent to me. She does not sound a victim in any way. She sounds like a fucking opportunist. She looks, she fucking got that job hoping to get this kind of position to get her fucking payout. And I'm not, uh, she doesn't sound like a good person. I'm not saying that she deserved to be raped. I'm just saying that it's a little fishy that she lodges this shit after his check bounces. Seems like she was fine with everything as long as she was being paid. Yeah, she broke the NDA as soon as he broke his end of the contract. So it sounds like she was just fine with living her life as long as she was getting her check. It was when she didn't get her check, she had a problem with it. It's amazing that she's like, I got a lot of dirt on you and now I got a problem with it because your check bounced. Now, he should have paid his bills, obviously. It cost him a lot. But um, <laughs> I, I think he's a weird fuck, and he will, he's ruined his legacy. He'll always be known as the guy who poops on women's heads. However, 
I nothing I have seen in the documentary makes me uh, the documentation makes me see her as a victim. It was obvious she was an opportunist, and what Raven just read just just. You know, the fact that she lost the complaint because his check bounced, come on, she's a piece of shit. I mean, she didn't deserve to get shit on her head, but she's a piece of shit. And she knew what she was doing, and it sounds like a business well, arrangement. I mean, lesson at the end of the day, pay your fucking bills. How many hair washes does it take to get rid of the shit smell? Does it really fucking matter in black? Because if somebody gives you $5 million and you have to wash your hair 18 times, it's fucking worth it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it is fucking. You get a million dollars, you can pay somebody to wash your hair. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, you're talking about if I got to wash my hair for fifteen, fifteen times, but I'm going to be taken care of for the rest of my fucking life. I'll never have to have a job. I'll instant fuck you status. Yeah, take a shit. Go ahead. So if there's anybody out there who wants to take a shit on Kimber Haven for five million dollars, I'm accepting the check. Bring it. They can shit on you. They can not shit on me. No, thank you. $5 million, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I had a talk with one of our fans about this very thing. <laughs> and he said there is no amount of money. I said, you are a selfish, selfish man. <laughs> and he says, what are you talking about? I says, I'll, I'll explain the point of view. Would you take a bullet for those you love? Huh. What would you do for the people in your life you love? What would you be willing to do to change their life forever? To make sure that the people you care about in this world would have everything they ever wanted. What would you be willing to do for the people you love? Take a bullet for them, but not take a, sh uh, a shit on the head? <laughs> I said, how selfish is that? You're so prideful that you say no pr a price. Fucking sell your dignity. You can change the life of the people you love. Here's the thing. What kind of shit was it? Doesn't really matter to me. Uh, if it's because, diarrhea, it's worse. Because. Actually, diarrhea would be better because it would be easier to wash out. Because it, it would be <laughs> no, easy. The whole clump would be easier to pick off and then wash your hair. Not if he like sat on your head and smeared it in. It would be. If he sat on your head, that's worse for him because he got shit all over his ass. <laughs> it would be very easy for me to rationalize my own dignity by telling myself, I have taken care of the people I care about for the rest of their lives and they will never have to work another day in their lives. I changed their lives. Am I willing to take a, 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 a fucking poop on my head and just keep it there the for the people here? I love to make sure that they never have to work another day in their life and they're, fuck yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know, you're right. I would probably. In a fucking it, heartbeat. Let it be done and then I would shave my head. I would do a lot more than that to change the people's lives that I care about. I would do almost anything to completely change their life. And if you're not willing to take a, a, a fucking poop on your head for the people you love to change their entire fucking life, then you're a self-centered well, person there's people, and you need to change your views. There's people that will give up kidneys for complete strangers. Yeah. So if you won't take a take a shit on the head for your family i mean there comes a point it's not about you or your dignity you want to be prideful and keep the people that you love from living their dream fuck you man it's like there comes a point where it's not about you it's not about you and if i'm offered enough money 
to do something I don't want to do. It's not about me. If it's enough money to change her life, change your life. It's not about me. I'll fucking do it. Because at the end of the day, there is nothing that's so bad that can be (laughs) degraded upon me that would overrule the ability to sit down with both of you and tell you, quit your jobs. You're set for life. I've taken care of you. That would be worth anything. Now let me go wash my hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, can you help me wash my hair? <laughs> if you get outside of yourself for half a second as a person and you just see how it could be life changing to everyone you care about, how could you not take the deal? True. True. I mean, hair will always grow back. Yeah. It's, it's, it comes down to a simple question is what would you be willing to do to change the life of the people you care about? So I was reading M. Black's post from a while back where he says in the late, late 90s and early 2000s, he received a whole bunch of mail from Scientology and oh, they tracked Jesus him down. Christ. Now, here's my question. Who did you piss off? Because <laughs> there are sites that you can go sign up your friends oh, to be visited shit. by Jehovah's Witness or Scientology. That's funny. Yeah. So I'm like, who the hell did he fucking piss off? Because he said they tracked him. I'm like, there's a reason for that. It was somebody in your life you pissed off. I, I, I you know, Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses need to come by just when I'm about to go on cam. <laughs> I answer the door. Do you have a moment to talk about God? Could this? I mean, I got to do a cam show. I got to jerk off for a bunch of people. But I mean, after I'm willing to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to come in and sit in the corner of my cam show, you can watch. <laughs> Oh God! What is it? The more is it? Is it the Mormons? The 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 guys that walk around in the dress shirts? Yes. They tried to stop me once when I was walking my dog around town, and they're like, "Hey, can we talk to you?" I'm like, "No, honey, you you don't want to talk to me. I, I'm the furthest from <laughs> the godliness that you're wanting to attract to your cause." Now, fucking Lexus sent me a video of something to watch and I'm just pissed about it. It's a new product. Oh, it's the fucking app and Apple vision pro. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> First of all, did you see the price tag? Yeah. That's why I'm about to go off. <laughs> First off, Apple, you're out of your fucking mind, you stupid, cocky motherfuckers. You fucking dumb fucks. You can buy a fucking <laughs> VR headset for $350. Uh, an, uh, uh, Why does it one. need to display your eyes on a screen yeah. in the front of it? <laughs> but, okay, for all those that don't know what we're talking about, you got to watch the video for this new Apple product, their revolutionary Apple product called the the apple vision pro is apple's new vr headset is basically kind of like google glass except it looks like a big ass set of like futuristic headwear that you wear and um yeah it's uh thirty five hundred dollars starting yeah starting the pro is sixty six hundred yeah and it's it's like what the fuck and and here's what you can do uh it makes your your computer screen uh kind of like the mission uh what's that tom cruise movie he was in 
Oh shit! Mission Impossible? No, no. no uh, the the where they, for, where they foresee the crime. Oh, that means that I wouldn't watch or it. Or Johnny Mnemonic is another good example. Johnny Mnemonic does that too, where you you yeah. he's got the gear and you're using your hands to swipe windows the out. Precogs. And, I can't remember yeah. the name of the movie though. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's basically that. It's really cool. It's not used car cool. Uh, you're wearing a used car on your fucking face. And I'm wondering who the fuck... Minority is, Report. Yeah, who the fuck is this marketed to? Who can afford... Rich white people. $4,000 on fucking VR goggles. By the way, you got seven minutes. Oh. Yeah, uh, rich white people. That, that's well, I'll let you afford. guys go off on this VR thing while I do my thing. Yeah, I was watching a whole video where this guy was uh, checking them out. And I was like... That looks pretty cool. And I was like, it's Apple. I wonder how much they're going to... He was, he was checking out the pros. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder how much they're going to charge for it. Because I was like, if it's reasonable... I already knew it was Apple, so it wasn't going to be reasonable. But I was like, I wonder how much. And I Googled it. And I was like, nope, I'm not buying them. <laughs> I, okay, so this is what happened. Last night, I was at work by myself. So I couldn't leave for my break to go to the gym. So I got on YouTube to find a workout that I could do at work. And as soon as I'm scrolling, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what, what is Apple, whatever they're called, Vision Pros or whatever? And I watched the video and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> I was like, they they look ridiculous, first of all. They look like yeah, that's snow what, I goggles. Don't, I don't <laughs> understand why they need to display okay. your weird-looking okay. eyes on a front yeah. screen. Quick question, though. Okay. How much would... Knowing what it does, knowing its functions, because you both watched the video, how much would you personally be willing to pay for that product? What would be your price? They couldn't make it. What do you think enough. is worth? 1500 at the 1500. most. $1,500. Okay. At yeah, the most. Yeah, because, I mean, with my TV the way it is. <laughs> you sounded like yeah. Kevin Hart. With my bank account the way it is. <laughs> no, with my TV the way it is, my TV is Yeah, we know you have a rich awesome. person, rich white person's TV. We know I, that. I really don't see a use for it. It doesn't come down to how much it is. I just don't have a use for something well, like that. Well, you personally, but what do you think something like that would have in market value for the people that could use something? Like, I could really use something like that. Totally. Why? Because I am fucking working. She knows I'm yeah, constantly working with so many would, windows and editing not, and not grabbing shit mention, from here and there. But, but here's the problem. When I was watching the review of it, it says it makes it extremely hard to multitask anything because the way you open up apps and work with apps on it, you you look at the app to open it and work with anything so you can't multitask yeah. I mean, with it if I could do what Johnny only... Mnemonic and Minority Report does, because that's what but I need. I need to go not, fast. It's not there. Because you can only work with one app at a time because they said if you're accustomed to 
like touching one thing and immediately going to another thing and working and multitasking, you can't do and that. And I didn't see anything revolutionary that the other upper scale VR headsets don't already do because they have Wi-Fi Bluetooth that links with your computer and you can view your screen and interact with your screen on the current fucking uh, technology that we have from these, you know, uh, VR headsets that come with little hand controllers. I got to go. Oh, but and they're they're like six hundred dollars. For the top of the scale one with the well, hand controllers that work with your computer. With this, you actually, all you do is you look at the app you want to work with and pinch your fingers together and it'll open it. All you do is look at on the screen what you want to do and pinch your fingers together and move your fingers and your eyes are what, it, what tracks the screen. The problem is you can only work with what your eyes are tracking. So if you're used to like using a mouse and you're mousing something, but you're already looking at something else, you can't do that with these. With Here's a question for you, Raven. And I wanted to ask Lexis this question as well, but she's headed out. I was watching this show. There's a lot of horror movie tropes where it comes down to this. The guy has to kill his mate or his child he has to make a choice who do you kill huh exactly to me it's not even a a kill the kid kill my kid well the way my kids are now i'd kill my kids uh well because to me my mate is the most important thing in the world and we can always make another kid i can't find another soulmate that's fucked up uh that kid came from my love for my mate that's why that kid exists. So that kid is an offshoot, a product of my main love. My devotion is to my mate. It was always to my mate. When I got married, I swore oath to my mate, not my fucking kid. I will take care of. Yeah, I will take care of my kid. I will be a good parent. I will raise my kid. But at the end of the day, that's my responsibility Killing to that child. Self is not an option. Nope. <laughs> It's a huge horror movie trope. Uh, they they get to this point where you have to, and of course, the spouse like kill me instead. Um, uh, <laughs> fucking Lexus be like, no, fucking kill that little bastard. We'll make another one. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, your soulmate is a team. There are okay. For example, for example, there are people in your life that are absolutely fucking irreplaceable. You can never find anyone like them. And because of that, you share an incredibly close fucking bond. There's a one in a million bond. You can give that up for a kid that's well, going to grow up to be an asshole anyway. My kids are assholes. So it's, oh, they all fucking grow. Me. Maybe, maybe 5% of kids do not grow up to be assholes. <laughs> Five percent for all of you parents out there that have little kids. Guess what? There is a whopping five percent chance that your child will not grow up and be a complete fucking asshole to you. It's that high that kids are all assholes. So yeah, I got a fucking six year old, and somebody saying your wife or your six year old. I'm like fucking take out the six year old. I've only known that person for six fucking years. I've known this person a lot longer. I've got a better relationship with this person. That person just, you know, replaceable. I'll make another one with my love. You're just a side effect of my love, motherfucker. You ain't the primary source. 
So, but they always choose to kill the spouse. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Your marriage has to be pretty shitty. Your relationship has to be pretty shitty for that to always be the fucking decision you make. Because anybody who is truly close and in love with their partner is madly in love with their partner would never fucking choose a child. But that's the Christian sacrifice. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Fuck that shit. (laughs) But we live in a Christian nation. Now, if it came down to choosing my life or the child, I would, I would choose a child. But if I have to choose my mate's life or the child, the child going to die. I'm not a selfish person. If it's me or the kid, you can take me. No problem. But if it's my mate or the kid, I can't live without my mate. I can live without the kid. I'm just saying. Uh, I have a very special relationship with my mates. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's they care for me. Uh, and I, I'm... Uh, there's... You know, there are very few people in my life that... I would take a that, shit on the head for that it. you could survive without. I, I would take a shit on the head for you two. I would. You're you're the two I would take that shit for, and I would take that shit knowing that I could better your lives. That's it. And you know, I'm not going to take. Okay, to put an example, there's no way I would take a shit on my head for my kid. I go get the fuck out of here. I don't give a shit. Oh, it's too bad Lexus is leaving. I wanted to ask her about something. What? Well, she's Hispanic, so salsa came from her people. And I saw something this past week that I was going to ask her about. Uh, I mean, salsa is not really salsa in Mexico. It's more like pico de gallo. Well, yeah, but I saw something this week called Kentucky caviar. What's Kentucky caviar? It's literally fucking redneck salsa. And I wanted to ask her. At her least opinion. it wasn't made in New York City. It's literally cans of shit poured into a fucking bowl, and then you pour cans of shit. You, fuck you. Rednecks eat shit, shit for fucking it's salsa. It's like a can of black-eyed peas, a can of black beans, corn, chopped onions, green peppers, jalapenos, diced tomatoes. Oh, okay. And then you take a. a a container of Italian dressing and you fucking pour it in it and mix it together and they call it Kentucky caviar. Okay. Uh, country people eat a lot of really gross stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm used to that. I mean, they fry their Twinkies. What, what do you want from these people? I was just going to see, I was going to get her reaction <laughs> to it. These people eat, uh, okay, white trash people are poor. Mexicans are poor. <laughs> when you grow up in a very poor very poor community you eat garbage because that's what you can afford you eat this the shit that most people uh cut off their food and throw in the garbage i don't know though i did see a video this week uh, about authentic uh cubans oh my god that shit look good now i i spend a lot of time with black people i do However, I'm not a big fan of soul food. Don't like it at all. Don't, I don't like grits. I don't like collard greens. I like grits. I don't like soul food. Not I, big on I, collard greens. I'm not a big pork you eater. You like okra? 
I don't like pig feet. I don't like pig feet. Uh, soul food, I don't care for. I don't care for soul food um, at all. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I, I hang out. With, now, I'll tell you now, what is. Now, heaven on earth. Now, is is uh, crayfish, or they, or what do they call them in the south? They're, they don't call them crayfish. Crawdads. Um, yeah. Do, is uh, that that's Cajun. Food? Only Cajun. I do like that. But I'll tell you what is good, though. Oh, my God. If you ever get a chance to attend one, fucking attend one. It is the best food you will ever have. Go to a black barbecue. Oh, my God. The best fucking ribs you will ever eat. Best fucking sauce you will ever eat. Black barbecues are the shit. Fuck white boy barbecues with their fucking hamburgers and and hot dogs. A black barbecue is an event. I have had authentic Memphis ribs. And oh, my God. Oh, black barbecues are... I mean, if you get invited to one, it's like a whole community event. And it's, it's fucking amazing. The cornbread. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking black barbecues are the shit. <laughs> I don't like the cornbread you like, though. You like bland-ass cornbread. I like sweet cornbread. I don't like my cornbread too moist, and I don't like it too sweet. I like sweet cornbread. So, I was going to talk about something. Now, now, Honey hasn't been in the game for for as long as we have so she won't know what i'm talking about but i'm i'm 100 percent confident that raven is totally going to get it as soon as i say this now a lot of our listeners are big wrestling fans and they're aware of what kfab is you know what kfab is Keep going. KFAB is where you stay in character at all times, even when you're out in public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the Undertaker was notorious for KFAB. He never broke character. You never, you never actually got to meet the di- the guy, because the way wrestlers feel is they're entertaining a lot of children, and th- like Pee Wee Herman, you don't break the illusion. Okay. Every time you're seen in public, every time you interact with somebody in public, you are always in full character. It's called KFAB. And it used to be an unbreakable law in wrestling. You do never break KFAB because you'll break the illusion. You'll break the character. You'll ruin the character. So always be in KFAB because everybody wants to see you. They, they don't want to meet uh, Terry Bollea. They want to meet Hulk Hogan. Sure. So make sure you're always Hulk Hogan. <clears throat> and it used to be they've they've uh, released the reins on it a bit in the last 20 or so years. But it used to be absolutely unbreakable law. You never break KFAB ever. You could get in a lot of trouble for breaking KFAB. You always had to be in character. And a lot of wrestling fans uh, follow our show and they're well aware what KFAB is. But what they don't realize is that porn has KFAB. And we, you and I, are always in KFAB. Uh, we have our own version of KFAB. People don't want to meet uh, the real person. They want to meet the person they feel you are. So you play a character when interacting with people in public, possibly when interacting with them I online. I don't know. I'm not raving rocks when I'm getting groceries. <clears throat> What I'm saying is... I'm not raving <clears throat> rocks when I'm renewing my tags on my car. How about if a fan approached you? 
would you change any way of the way you behave? I don't like it when fans approach me. In if public. they do, do you change the way you behave? And do you become more Raven-esque? I don't like it. But do you? <laughs> what I'm saying is we have a porn KFAB. We have characters. We do act differently in our films than we act in real life. And if we're approached by a fan, we snap into KFAB and we keep that character going for the fan's sake. And you and I both do it. If it's in a situation where I'm expected to, yes. If it's in a situation where somebody just approaches me out in public, I usually, like if a guy walks up to me and says, aren't you Raven Rocks? I usually say no and run away. <laughs> and when you see Raven and I at an event, we are in 100% KFAB. That is not us. We are in KFAB mode. We are in... We are, we're performing at that point. If we're at a public event. Yeah, at a public event. Yes, of course. I'm Raven Rock. <laughs> and we keep our KFAB going. So when we get off the stage, um, you attend an event. We're dancing on stage, which we probably won't be doing anymore because we're too fucking old for that shit. But if we get off the stage and you pull us aside, we're going to be still in KFAB. Yes. So you're not, if you met us at the strip club or whatever, you don't know who the fuck we are. You know who the fuck KFAB is. Uh, there's a few. Rodney. Uh, Rodney knows real people. Uh, I talk to Rodney all the time. And I'm actually, most of my fans that talk to me in direct messaging on Twitter know who I really am. And do know that I'm the farthest thing removed from Radio Kimber as humanly possible. I but there's definite KFAB in this business, and I use various KFABs. I use a, a KFAB for my cam shows. I use a different KFAB for my radio. I use, you know, usually the most real I am is in are, my DMs on Twitter. You are much more removed from your real life persona than I am. I'm my real persona and my porn persona aren't all that much different. I, I'm a huge performer. I like characters. However, I will say that some of the best characters that BGM has put on screen have been your characters because you get into your character development. <laughs> I mean, I just have to give you the basics. Okay, this is who I want you to play. And you'll make a whole fucking backstory and go into it. And you'll fucking show up on set and have this whole character developed that is just nailing it. Like in T-Girl Gamers, you had to be an over-the-top fucking asshole, Chad Dick. And you totally nailed it. And fucking... Uh, uh, BGM fucked down. You had to be this religious fucking, and I didn't even tell you to do all that. You <laughs> fucking developed that on your own. I just said you're going to be a Hulk Hogan parody. You're going to be an all-American hero wrestler that that you know you're going to talk to kids and tell them to do good in school and shit. And then you developed this. You were going to be the Southern Southern Bells. You named your tag team. You you developed all this shit. You even choreographed moves with your tag team partners for that film. You guys actually did choreography for I that I think shit. I was the only one that actually had an, an yeah, I can't talk, an entire full outfit put together. And I would say the only one who actually in that movie actually had a match. You had a wrestling match. You choreographed well, a match. Well, I actually had a background in wrestling also. 
So, I mean, nobody else had ever stepped in a... I, I, I wouldn't say I'd ever stepped in a ring, but there I was the only one that ever actually had mat time. Uh, um, M. Black says, you met KFAB Kimber and KFAB Raven when you film with them. That's true. Because Honey knows that I am a 100% different human being when I'm not filming. I am grumpy, cantankerous, want to be left alone, <laughs> sit in my chair to toke up, and I am not an outgoing, bubbly person ever <laughs> ever but you get me on screen i'm bubbly and i'm happy go lucky and and i'm all smiles and i am there's definite kfab because even honey knows that when the cameras aren't rolling i'm just a crotchety old fuck i'm just sitting in a corner just being grouchy drinking coffee and smoking pot well and honey can probably agree that i am not all that much different on camera as i am off Unless I'm playing a character. And Honey will uh, tell everybody that I'm a fucking hermit. When she comes down here to shoot, she's going to see me when it's time to shoot. I am not going to hang out. Maybe a few hours yeah. afterwards. That's about it. I don't like to hang out. I don't like to go anywhere. When girls come in town, whether it be Becky Bottoms, I don't go over Ravens and hang out all the time with them while they're here. No, I see them when it's time to work. When it's time to work. And usually how it goes is they come in on a Friday. We film the first couple of uh, pieces of content at Raven's house on a Saturday. And then they come over to the manor. I will show up when it's shoot time to shoot with them on Saturday. And then on Sundays, they uh, Raven brings her girl over to the manor. And we shoot some secondary content here at the manor. And then they leave. You know, <laughs> That's the most they see of me. I just figured it out. Raven Rocks is literally just my normal persona turned up to 11. That's that's basically Raven Rocks. Yeah, you get really bubbly and bimbo-y yeah. when you send me your self-produced stuff. It's just me turned up to 11. I have to be outgoing and everything. Uh, like like. But I'm naturally way more outgoing than you are. And another KFAB thing, these fans of mine, don't realize that this dominatrix mistress shit is KFAB. <laughs> it's fucking KFAB, motherfuckers. I ain't that way. I'm a submissive bottom. And and I do play roles. I get into my roles like you do, Raven. And we do KFAB and we play characters. And when we play Destroying the Fag, we've never lived it down. I know. <laughs> never fucking lived that shit down. We were KFABing our off in that video that was not us at all no. that was so far removed from who we are in sexuality it's ridiculous and that is why it's haunted us because I everyone thinks that's who we are like putting my dick in hairy asses yeah it's that is us in pure kfab i've done two scenes in my life where i've stuck my dick in hairy asses and the second time i literally took like two Viagras and we still had to flub half the scene because my dick was like, I don't care if you give me 15 Viagras. I said, no. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And they, they think I'm a mistress. I get so many people, please dominate me. Own me. Oh, I I'm get like, it too. Jesus fucking Christ. It's all KFAP motherfuckers. I am, I am not a mistress. I'm an actress. I don't get it to the point <laughs> you get it, but I do get it. And I'm like, it's, or, or these sissies that are like, 
will will you take me on as your your sissy pet? And I'm like, I'm. <laughs> What makes you think that I need a sissy pet? Or that I am the alpha that's going to yeah. sissify you. Yeah. Do you see me here? It's like, do you realize what's going on here? I'm over here sticking my ass in the air. What makes you think I want you to stick your ass in the air for me? And I try to tell these fans, I'm like, that's that's KFAB. That, that's all roles I'm playing. I'm not really a dominatrix and all that stuff. And they, they push back on me. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, listen, dude, it's like Chris Hemsworth doesn't really have the powers of Thor. He's playing a role. (laughs) Understand we're making a movie. We're playing a role. Okay? We're just playing a role. Actors have different parts they play. Yes, sex is involved in what we do. But we're still actors. We're playing a fucking particular role. We come up with a concept and say, okay, I'm going to be playing a dominatrix. You're going to be playing a submissive or you're going to be the submissive. And I'm going to be the dominant. It's all, it's fucking wrestling. It's all prescripted. It's (laughs) all fake. It's all fucking fake. Everything on a porn set is fake. We don't really just run into some uh, piece of delivery guy. The Undertaker doesn't really die and keep raising up again. And, and these fans keep thinking they, they're drawing reality about us, their opinions about who we are sexually from our films. And it's like trying to figure out who Chris Hemsworth is by by watching Thor. It's not the person you're watching. He's just playing like somebody else. He's pretending to be somebody else. Tom We're Cruise is to not an international else. spy. Uh, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there, there are a few... Uh, videos out there that are extremely reality based like you and I will just randomly film sometimes when we're doing when we don't plan on filming but we turn on the camera anyway those those are not very scripted but most of the shit we do is very scripted and it's all fucking fake and it's all fucking staged and we are well aware of the parts we're playing before we step foot on set we sit down to discuss you're going to be this you're going to be this you're going to be this. We don't really go over lines. We just say, this is a part you're playing. And we as porn stars know how to play that part. Yeah. And people think that's our part. No, that's just a role we happen to be playing that day on set. That's it. That's fucking it. Yeah. I was a dominatrix that day. Raven and I were both playing dominatrixes that day. That was just the role we were playing for that one video. It's not you who are, the fuck we are. You are, or I am not really lieutenant zaff i don't really have white (laughs) eyes that were poked out (laughs) i don't understand how adult grown men can watch spider-man and know that he doesn't really have those powers and that they're watching (laughs) a movie but when they watch porn they think it's real they know they're watching a movie but they think what they're watching is real like things really happen that way no, that's very scripted. Sex does not happen in the way we depict it. You don't have a repair person coming over that look like Jasmine LaFleur. It doesn't fucking happen. Yes. It's just everything is scripted and fake. You don't have the maid showing up to bring you towels in a sexy maid outfit. <laughs> this shit is all fake. Oh, God. He's showing his age. Yes, I know. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Remember when the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim uh, Duggan ho broke KFAB by getting arrested right in the same car? 
Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, KFAB used to be a big deal. And we, Raven and I still respect porn KFAB when we do meet fans in public. We will throw ourselves into KFAB a bit to meet them. Because to us, we're trying to give them what they want from the interaction. We know that to us, we're just meeting a fan. We've done it a thousand times, but Are for them, it might be a big deal. Yeah. So we want to make it a pleasurable experience for them. We we want them to go, when I met Raven Rock, she was fucking amazing. She was everything I wanted her to be. So yeah, when a fan, I don't care what kind of celebrity you are. When a fan walks up to you and you get the indication like, oh, I loved you in Spider-Man, you're going to throw a little bit of Spider-Man in there when you're interacting with the fan because you're wanting to give them what they want because they don't want you. That's not what they want. They want what you pretend to be. They came to see Spider-Man. Yeah, so you <laughs> give them that pretend you. So very little do porn stars ever show you who they really are. Now, I will say that... <clears throat> do you think um, The Rock acts like The Rock when he's at home chilling out? I would say I'm at my most honest with who I really am as a human being in Twitter DM. That is when I'm at my most honest me. Um, I'm actually responding to people as me a hundred percent. That's always me. Um, I'm not playing KFAB in, on Twitter. Uh, I'll play KFAB on Twitter, my, my uh, profile to market my shit, but in a direct message, I tell people the truth and I'll be me. I'll be real with them. I always tell them, I, I said, you can ask me anything you want. I can't be offended. Nothing is off limits. I may not always tell you what you want to hear, but I'll always tell you the truth as I know it to be. Yeah. I mean, they can ask me anything. They're not going to offend me or, uh, or anything, but, uh, you know, just understand I'm going to be truthful. Shit, I had to tell my, my recently, came out niece that you know because she came out and she's wanting me to tell her you know wanting me to sugarcoat everything for her because i'm trans and i'm supposed to agree with everything she says because she's trans and i was like i had to basically tell her that i'm like look you know just because i'm trans doesn't mean i'm going to agree with everything you say but i was like everything i tell you will be the truth I would say I lose a good 20 fans a day from being honest because when they do approach me in, in DMs and they're like, oh, I really want you to break me in and be my first. I've never taken a dick of my ass. All guys. And I'm, I'm truthful with them. I said, I don't fuck men. I don't fuck man in the ass. They're like, I've seen you fuck man in the ass. I said, that's a movie, dude. That's a movie. I was on 200 milligrams of Viagra mm -hmm. thinking about everything other than what I was doing to get through that scene. I was acting. Yeah. I'm glad you fucking enjoyed it because it means I'm a good actress. There, and just so you guys know, there are trans women out there that do enjoy fucking men in the ass. There are probably 10% of trans women that like doing that, but the vast majority of trans women that will fuck men on camera do not actually enjoy that. It's just the vast majority of trans porn consumers that are men, that's what they want to see. And honey's full of shit. Oh, what'd she say? She's like, what you see is what you get. Fuck you, honey. You ain't no sissy maid that walks into a room with a leash 
and a collar on and sit down all prissy on a fucking bed. That's all scripted. You're playing a character. We gave you a character to play. <laughs> now you may often play yourself. That may be true, but there are many times you don't. And we tell you, this is who you're playing. <laughs> like she was being the dominatrix towards uh, Carmen in that oh, one scene. God. Yeah. I mean, she, she's gotten many roles where we're like, okay, honey, this, this time, this is who you're going to be. And she's like, okay, let's do it. But, you know, she's not always herself. Sometimes she does play roles. <clears throat> she says one time. She uh-huh. might really be enjoying the sex, but what leads into the sex is all fucking fake. If she's herself, she wants her fucking hair yanked. She wants to be thrown down. Yeah, and for example, when she's in the bathroom getting ready and I come in there for our scene, she's about to suck my dick. And I ask her what she's doing. She says she's got to get on set because Raven expects her on set. That's, none of that is true. It's all fucking lies. She's playing a character. She was told the script before we started rolling. So she knows what the fuck to say. And she's ad-libbing knowing the basic script. So it's all fucking KFAB fake. <laughs> it's all fucking KFAB fake. Uh, honey, she forgets. We know the real honey. Yeah. And, and I... We give honey scripts all the time. She says one time, no, she's had many scripts from us because we do story porn. So we're, we're going to tell her, okay, this is going to be the story. This is why you're fucking. And she'll play along with it. Like she was getting a, she was a new hire at BGM. She was a brand new hire girl. You were going to show her the ropes. You were going to teach her that the first responsibility. Teach her how to suck Kimber's yeah, dick. For every girl that, uh, that yeah. lives here has to suck Kimber's dick at least once a day. It's all fake. It's all fake. And she says one time I asked. She has made so many videos with us where it's all fucking fake. Wasn't, wasn't the video where she sucked... Uh, Daddy T's dick. Wasn't that all fake too? She had to learn how to suck a dude's dick or yeah, some shit. I, I think that was like one of her first men. She's yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she, she fucking does KFAB all the time. She, she's an actress too. Everybody in this profession acts their ass off. You are not seeing reality on that screen. It's all fucking fake. Okay. One of my absolute favorite actors that I don't feel gets his proper due. But literally every fucking time I see him in a movie, I love him in it. I don't remember one bad performance from this man, Kurt Russell. (laughs) Every fucking thing I've ever seen him in, he knocked out of the park. I don't care if it's Big Trouble in Little China. I don't care if it's Escape from New York. I don't fucking care if it's Death Proof. (laughs) Every fucking thing he has ever done. I don't care if it's the thing. Every fucking thing I've seen Kurt Russell in has been, he's been fucking amazing. Did you love him in the second, uh, where he plays the dad, the second Guardians of the Galaxy? I did. Okay. Because he's Kurt Russell. He's the epitome of cool. <laughs> and even he's, he's in his 70s. He's still cool. He still oozes cool. When he was stunting I Mike. Did, I did love him in Death Proof. Yeah, he's an old man, but he's still so fucking cool. It, it, it just Kurt Russell He wasn't was so cool, cool in the second half of Death Proof. He was pretty scared shitless. He just, 
I mean, Kurt Russell, you know, you don't, he's not like in the all time greats, like, uh, uh, I, I did Robert watch, De Niro and shit. I did watch, um, escape from LA a few weeks ago. I would, I couldn't find anything else to we'll watch. We do a little Bangkok draw. <laughs> yeah. When this can hits the ground, we draw. You ready? Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Draw. <laughs> I fucking love Snake Plissken. <laughs> Kurt Russell is the shit. The Escape from L.A. was a dumbass fucking it movie. It was, but it's one but of those great ones you watch, not yeah. expect. That's one of the ones we were talking about where you don't expect Bruce Campbell pop a plot out. Yeah. or, you know, you just expect violent, apocalyptic gratuitous violence and... And fucking Kurt Russell's a blast to watch. I don't I don't fucking care if the movie is garbage. I'm watching it because Kurt Russell is fucking entertaining and he's great. And like when that guy comes out in the alley, he's just talking shit to him. He just doesn't even look behind <laughs> him. He just blasts him. He's walking. Snake Plissken's the shit. So did you know, see, growing up, you know, before I realized I was such a giant and such a large person, I used to see other people and I used to think, man, that person's really big. And then as I hit puberty, I realized that person ain't so big. Fuck you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about guys that when I was growing up, I was taller than by the time I was 13 that I thought were monsters. That's why I'm saying fuck you. And here's one. Mr. T. Not a very big guy. He's five foot ten. Fuck you. By the time I was 13 years old, I was taller than Mr. T. How tough could he possibly be, right? And at this point in my life, I could just hold him up by the top of his little mohawk while he swung. He's tiny. Five foot ten? He doesn't even qualify to date Five my wife. Five foot ten is not tiny. <clears throat> he doesn't even qualify to date my wife. She won't even date anyone under six feet. And... He's only five foot ten, and because I, I and what brought this up is I was looking at a picture of Clever Lang squaring off to Rocky, and I know that Sylvester Stallone's only five foot seven, and they're pretty much eye to eye, and I'm like, how small is fucking Mister T? Because he's got to be a tiny little man if he's eye to eye with that short fuck Sylvester Stallone. But yeah, turns out that uh, Mister T is a little big guy. I always thought he was a beast growing up, but no, he's not a big guy at all. He's a little tiny guy. Five foot ten. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck off. Idris Alba is like a six foot three. There. Fucking little mini me. (laughs) Little mini me. Little big guy. But when I was a kid, I used to think that guy's huge. Mr. T is still like six inches taller, well, four inches taller than me. Okay, so uh, Lauren Boebert is, once she... She's not doing well. Yeah, in fact, once she finishes her term as congresswoman, she's gone. Yeah, I don't think uh, we'll be seeing her again. Uh, it's not a think, she's gone. It, it's definitive. What <laughs> Thank happened? <God. clears throat> What happened was she left her district because she was challenged by a Democrat who almost beat her last time. So she jumped districts and she left that district vacant. And then she joined the primary for the fourth district, thinking that because she's famous Lauren Boebert, she's going to immediately get the fourth district. Well, they had a primary. Now, here's the thing that that's fucked up about this. There were nine people, nine Republicans trying to go for the fourth district congressman. 
Okay. Out of those nine, six had arrest records. Six of the nine Republicans running for Congress. And they're proud. Had of arrest records. Yeah. They all raise their hand and everybody applauds. I'm thinking Republicans are pieces of shit, but they, they talk shit about black people all being criminals. Six of their fucking representatives out of nine that they're going yeah. for congressmen have criminal records. So anyway, they just did the primary. They did all the votes as vinyl. She came in fifth out of six. Yep. Five out of six. So she did not get the spot in the fourth district. And since she left her other one vacant, she will be, um, she will be walking away from Congress Good, good. As good, soon good, as good. her term is over, because she no longer has a race she'll, to run. She'll get picked up by fucking Newsmax or OAN or some shit like that. She's so dumb and she's not very good on camera, though. So some of these Republicans are snakes and they're good on camera, like uh, the McEnany chick. But uh, Lauren Bober, I don't think that those news channels could put her on because she's so dumb and she's so bad on camera. <laughs> She's just horrible on camera. And Republicans hate her. It wasn't the fucking Democrats that put her in fifth place out of six. Republicans fucking hate her. So uh, I don't see the Republicans giving her a job after this. And she just went through a fucking divorce. She lost a restaurant. She fucked. She'll have to go back to stripping. And I don't get the whole MAGA Barbie thing because she is not fuckable to me. I mean, even if she was a nice person. I, I will have to admit, though. When she was wa- when she was being escorted out of Beetlejuice, I don't know if it was the dress or if she actually does, but she had some nice cleavage. She she is a <laughs> really nerdy looking chick with a very pointy chin, you know, like what, a witch pointy chin. Who who was that that governor of uh, Alaska? Oh, um, uh, Sarah Palin. Yeah, she reminds me of like a younger Sarah Palin. All right. Now I'm going to I'm going to tell you the name of somebody that I know you've never heard of, but is considered nerd god. Uh, did you say her name? No. Oh, I did she's not. Just, she, she's just talking. Yeah. So uh, here's a nerd god that very few non-nerds would know, but he is literally considered. Stop, Alexa! Stop! <laughs> Fuck! I hate that fucking machine. I fucking hate her. <laughs> fucking hate her. <laughs> she just randomly goes to fuck off. I fucking hate this technology. And now, now everybody gets to hear you go off. <laughs> fucking hate her. She drives me fucking insane. <laughs> She harasses the shit out of me for no fucking reason. When, when I, I tell my wife I love her before I go to sleep, she fucking starts singing me a goddamn song. Every fuck, I cannot stand the bitch. I don't like the fact that she's in my fucking house. I don't like the fact that she's constantly going off randomly. I fucking hate her. But my fucking wife insists she be in every fucking room. What I hate... Fucking hate her. Is I know... Not to say her name unless I want something from her. It doesn't matter. She thinks her name said. But when people on the fucking television don't know not to say her fucking name. And and then she won't shut the fuck up. Yes. Ah, I fucking hate, I hate her so much. And she's in every (laughs) fucking room. 
I well, fucking I can't get away from her in every her. room in my house, but I, her so I guess much. my her knows her place in my house because unless she comes on the TV, she really doesn't talk unless she's spoken to. So anyway, this nerd god that I was going to talk to you about. Do you do you know who Kevin Conroy is? No fucking clue. I knew you would. <laughs> but he is a god among nerds. I didn't know who he was. But every fucking nerd seems to know who Kevin Conroy is. It's a big fucking deal. And because I'm constantly hearing them, nerds, talk about how amazing Kevin Conroy is. How he's the greatest fucking Batman that ever fucking lived. How Kevin, uh, yeah, how Kevin Conroy will be Batman forever to them. How they grew up and he's like the ultimate bat. I didn't know who fucking Kevin Conroy was. But he is a god among nerds. So I'm like, who the fuck is Kevin Conroy? So I look him up. He was the voice of the animated Batman show. Oh, God. That is nerdy. He is worshipped by nerds. He is considered Batman by nerds. Oh, my God. Kevin Conroy, the voice of the animated Batman. square chin cartoon Batman? Yes. And nerds are passionate about Kevin Conroy. This is some serious shit. They, They consider him hardcore. And a lot of fucking nerds consider him like Batman. They don't. And he, he was just a voice of an animated series, but they consider him to be their Batman, Kevin Conroy. That is, yeah, that's way more nerdy than I have. I don't think I have ever seen a Batman cartoon in my life. I saw a couple when I was a kid, but it wasn't my thing. I never was really into cartoons, you know, when I grew up. When I was a little kid, I watched G.I. Joe. I watched Transformers. I watched Mask. I watched Jim and the Holograms when I was a kid. But I would say by the time I was 12 and I was getting erections, I had moved on to other things that interested me besides cartoons. I mean, I was big into wrestling, too, when I was a kid. Oh my God! The dude looks like see look the look most at M Black non Batman yeah but ever. look what M Black just wrote oh Jesus the Christ. he is a nerd I'm telling you these nerds worship this man he is major in their their community even though most people in the world don't know who Kevin Conroy is. You fucking get around a nerd, they will talk endlessly about how fucking amazing Kevin Conroy is. They love this man. Fucking nerds. (laughs) I have never seen a nerd phenomenon like it. They fucking love this motherfucker. Oh my God. But yeah, it's it's a phenomenon among nerd culture which i consider myself a nerd and i didn't even know about it until i constantly heard this fucker's name and he he's like huge he's like one of the biggest n- names in nerd communities and i didn't know who the fuck he was and i consider you a bit of a nerd and you didn't even know who the fuck he was no that's like that no yeah but nerds love this fucker he is big time. He's like Robert De Niro. <laughs> it just amazes Jesus. me. To us, he's nothing. But to them, he's Robert De Niro. Oh, I want to puke now. So all these all these people hit me up because it's well they're well aware that I grew up in Vegas. Okay. So, so they hit me up all the time about 
can you recommend a good place to go? Or, hey, hey what, what's a good place to go for a good time in Vegas since you grew up there? <laughs> Listen, fuckers, I grew up there 30 years ago, okay? I couldn't even give you a tour of Danville. Uh, Raven will tell you, I could not even give you a tour of Danville. I could not find my way around Danville. I can find my way to Raven's house, period. I can find our way to the studio, period. I know my way to Walmart. Thanks. That's now, it. Now fuckers that are like remotely local are going to be like driving around Danville. Like where's Waldo <clears throat> trying to find me? Well, you would be very hard to find if they didn't know where to look. You're kind of secretive. Well, it's, yeah, I because I've You're had hidden. to be. You're very hidden. I've had to be. It would be very difficult for anyone to, they would have to track you home to know where you lived. Jesus, I bought a goddamn bicycle just so I could not be stalked and I still can't. Uh, yeah, because you live in a little apartment above a business. So they, they, they would never know you even were there. I mean, the last guy that uh, we... Uh, saw Friday shot with uh, he, he's like that's a business I'm like yeah there are places hidden above it oh yeah sometimes DoorDash even has yeah. a problem finding it <laughs> yeah you, you're very hidden in plain view because it doesn't look like a place where anyone would live because it's a business well that's because my two bedrooms face the street and unless I'm in one of the bedrooms those lights are off so those those windows are always dark so at night, it doesn't look like there's anybody upstairs. So Adam Driver, I really like Adam Driver. Okay. Big fan of Adam Driver. I like him in everything I've seen him in. Um, however. Not so much 69, but I don't think, I don't blame him for that. I just didn't really care for the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I had a huge significant problem with the three Disney Star Wars films, which he starred in. <laughs> I thought they were fucking garbage. And I refuse to even own any of the figures in my collection. Um, they were fucking garbage. And, you know, even though I was a big fan of Adam Driver, I was wondering why the fuck would you make such horrible Star Wars movies? Because was, I was very split on that. But he came out and did an interview. I like him a lot better now. I think I saw that interview. Yeah, Is it where he actually bitched about it? Yeah, he sat down and he said that he was hired for three movies. They, based on a script, they gave him the first script. They told him where his character was going to go with the original director. Uh, and then he signed on. And then he did the second film and they brought in a different director, which completely revamped the script, changed the script, changed his character. He did not agree to that. He didn't sign up to play what he played. He says he was contractually yeah. obligated to do all three films. He signed up for the first one because he read the script and he was told that his character would make this great descent into evil and become, you know, this horrible villain by the third one. And that's not what happened at all. Yeah, that he's going to be like the second Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. And he says he signed up for this, but they did a bait and switch on him. Yeah. And once they had him into a contract, they brought a new director, changed the entire story, and went in a completely different direction. And he was locked into a contract, mm -hmm. couldn't get out. He says he was tricked into doing those fucking movies. He had no ability to walk away. And that he was pissed because they had completely rewrote his part and changed it, and there was nothing he could do about it. So he's well aware that the movies are garbage. 
I did see that interview. And, and to the, the fans, he's like, I'm well aware they suck, but there's nothing I could do. I was locked in, man. It was either walk away and get my fucking ass sued and never work again, or I had to do these fucking films. I knew they were fucking garbage, but sometimes, yeah. you know, I'm an actor. This is my job. I got to do the job. I'm congrat, uh, congratulately, um, contractually obligate. See, there's Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he looks like a fucking nerd. Yeah. He's he's like a huge hero to nerds. They grew up thinking that is their Batman. See, we might think Michael Keaton is our Batman. They think Kevin Conroy is their Batman. <sighs> That's who they identify as their Batman. So, um, Republicans say the border is absolutely out of control. However, they refuse to fix it because they say they want to run on it being out of control. What the fuck is going on? Yes. How, how are these people still a party? They are the biggest fucking clowns that ever walk the earth and their followers are okay with their bullshit. It, it, it drives me insane. They're like, Oh, be scared old woman because the immigrants are coming for you. And they're like, okay, let's fix the problem. We're like, no, then we won't be able to tell the grannies that they're coming for them. Yeah. We got to be able to scare grannies with immigrant caravans when Donald Trump runs for office. So we can't fix it's, the problem. It's hilarious. The lies that they're telling their people. Like the whole 5,000 immigrants. Once 5,000 come over, we got to shut it down. Yeah. When actually, you know, it's when they have 5,000 interactions at the border, they shut it down and they don't open it again until what? They have less than 3,000 interactions. It's like 2,700 interactions is when they start to open it back up again. Something along that line. So I want I, I want to talk about Jackson Wheeler. Now, fuck him. <laughs> for all of our our, our fans that uh, have never heard the name, let me explain who Jackson Wheeler is. Jackson Wheeler used to be a big name in, in trans porn as a male star. Um, he was caught <clears throat> in he was railroaded uh, with a lot of controversy over a suicide of a porn star named August Ames. Because Jackson told her, why don't you just go fucking kill yourself? And bitch did. And he was blamed for her death. Yeah. Because I guess if you told somebody go fuck off and they rammed themselves with a dildo, that you're at fault. But anyway, we thought he was railroaded. We brought him on the show. We had a talk with him. Um, it, 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 it was a big show for us because uh, it was big controversy at the time. However, Jackson Wheeler was defending gay rights at the time when uh, August Ames was being a very big bigot that's why you say why she you go was going off she's a cis female porn star who was talking about how um gay and trans porn stars are the reason why so many diseases were happening in porn <clears throat> so jackson wheeler was known as a very vocal gay activist and he was a male porn star that shot with men and trans women and he was a gay activist and he would speak truth to power against anybody attacking gay people now <clears throat> flash forward many years we haven't seen jackson many years he resurfaces he's now a maga extremist he is i had to block him on my private facebook now how does a gay activist gay 
activists go from gay activists to MAGA extremists? And I started thinking about it. I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the tale of how the Democrat activists created a MAGA extremist. Because I think Jackson became a MAGA extremist because of what the woke activists did to him. They destroyed his entire career. They booted him off media. He stuck up for gay people. And all the fucking activists turned against him and drove him away. Drove him into hiding under a rock. And then he resurfaces as a MAGA extremist. I started thinking, what would make a gay activist a MAGA extremist? Being attacked by his own people ruthlessly until he's driven completely off the internet, which he was. So, I'm not shocked. Because a lot of MAGA extremists are... I think that we wouldn't have the MAGA problem we have if it wasn't for Disney. I think Disney has caused a lot of this. I think people are angry. People are angry of having this shit pushed down our throat all the fucking time. Well, you know who else is being attacked for just speaking truth? What? Buck Angel. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that when you think of yourself as a defender of a certain people and those people turn against you for no fucking reason. Buck Angel gets attacked because he thinks along the same lines you and I do. Buck Angel considers himself transsexual. Yeah, I have no he f- agrees that he's not a biological male. He is a transsexual male and that nothing he does to himself, you know, physically or surgically, will ever make him a biological male, but he gets attra- uh, attra- he gets attacked by the woke trans community who says that because they get on hormones and have surgeries that they are either biologically female or biologically male now. Well, um, I'm surprised that I haven't been attacked more than I am, but, you know, because <laughs> of the shit I say. So did you hear that syphilis is up by 80%? I'm not surprised. Well, here, here's the thing about syphilis. It is an STD... That completely fucks up stupid people. And it makes them more stupid. Let me explain what syphilis is. For all those people that don't know, syphilis, in case you get it, in case you get it, syphilis is a bacterial infection. What's going to happen is you're going to start noticing rashes and little blisters on your body. When you notice those rashes and little blisters on your body, call the doctor and say, hey, I have rashes and blisters on my body. They're going to test you and they're going to say you have syphilis. They're going to give you some antibiotics. You're going to take it for a week. You're going to be just fine. Now, how do you fucking turn into a retard from syphilis? Because you don't go to the doctor. Because you <laughs> see those rashes and you see those blisters and you says, yeah, I'm fine. And you just let it go. And you just let it go. And you just let it go. It is literally, a, it's not AIDS. It's not herpes. It's literally a week of antibiotics. All you got to do is go to a doctor when you see some fucked up things on your body and go, hey, there's some fucked up things on your body. People like Al Capone became mental midgets because they were too embarrassed to go to the fucking doctor and say, what the fuck are these blisters and rashes? That's not what you had, right? No. Okay. I had chlamydia. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, just throw that out there to our audience, fucking bitch. <laughs> You're very vocal. It's not like you gave it to yourself. (laughs) 
Yes, I've had an STD in my life. I had chlamydia. You the didn't clap. give it to yourself. No, I took a week's worth of antibiotics and I got over it. Your, I, your I, whore of an ex-wife gave it yeah, to you. Yeah, I got it when I was 22 years old. <laughs> uh, I was 22, yeah. I know you've even brought it up on the show. It's not like it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, but you just throw it out there. Didn't you have the clap? Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, in, in, you know, for for honey especially. Honey, if you ever develop rashes or little blisters, go to the doctor. Take a week worth of antibiotics. Fucking call her out. Because she a wild bitch. <laughs> she a wild bitch. She fucks people in dumps, uh, behind dumpsters. At McDonald's. Yeah, it's like, fuck. She's a wild bitch. So, you know, syphilis is on the rise. Baby. Cross-dressers and in the turn- dumpsters behind McDonald's. And if you don't take care of it, you're going to be fishing in the swimming pool. <laughs> See, she doesn't get Fishing that. In the swamp. Yeah, she doesn't get that. <laughs> Only older people know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh God! All right, Disney just reported they they just reported ten billion dollars in losses. Well, make decent Star Wars. Here's what boggles my mind: with everything they have done uh, with Indiana Jones and Marvel and Star Wars, just fucking everything up with these identity politics. They just report $10 billion in losses, yet nobody is fired. They haven't fired anyone. Kathleen I, Kennedy still has her job. Bob Iger still has his job. Uh, nobody is getting fired. The, literally, the company is going down in burning flames, and nobody is being held. Kevin Feige, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, fucking Bob Iger. Every person that has made these decisions has left to $10 billion in reported losses. Nobody has been fired. Nobody. There has been no change in management, no change in direction whatsoever. Nobody's been fired over it. And the fucking Star Wars fans have been calling for Kathleen Kennedy to be fired for five years at the top of our lungs in every fucking social media post. They are well aware that none of the fans want her there. I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but even I can't get away from the videos that pop up on YouTube talking about how they need to get rid of... Yeah, the force is female. Yes. Everything that South Park did about Kathleen Kennedy is 100% true. Put a woman in it, make it gay, make it lame. About even how, about how they made some some talk show about Star Wars and how it's turned into nothing but a fucking female power yeah. fucking talk show. And you know when you report ten billion dollars in losses and your your shareholders are fucking pissed, there there needs to be somebody fired for this. And because there's nothing being done, the stock the shareholders are starting <coughs> to revolt against Bob Iger and they're starting to force him out. Oh uh, yeah. They're starting to make actions against forcing him out because he refuses to do anything about it or change direction or correct it in any way, correct the ship in any way, refuses to hold anybody accountable or fire them, bring in a new direction, nothing. So he is going to go into this year, Ooh. the same direction. Yeah. I'm, I didn't see much on one year, but I just pulled up the Disney five-year yeah, yeah, stock. Yeah, 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 it's bad. And from 2021, it was $200 a share, and now it's down below 100 So it's cut in half in 
three years. Um, so a lot of people had this sh- stock in Not their retirement yeah, and everything. So now their retirement is half what it's worth. So they're all fucking pissed. And Bob Iger is going into this year in all the releases that we have seen. Nice. Madam Wed. Now we got fucking syphilis pictures and chat. Well, Madam Web is a new movie they're coming out with. This all girl power, all girls. Oh God! Uh, the only the only guy in it is the villain, of course, because uh, he's a piece of shit, right? Because he's a man. <laughs> but but they're they're going and they're they're still they're still insisting on releasing Snow White. They're still going to do this shit. I thought it released and bombed. No, they haven't released it yet. I've heard so much garbage about it. I thought it released no, and bombed. They have not released Snow White yet. They're oh still planning God. on it. And now they're going to release Madam Web. Okay, Madam Web is not a Disney, but it's not a Disney film. But there's Bob Iger is, if you watch all the movies coming out, they're even working on a Finding Nemo live action. He is not changing direction whatsoever. He's doing everything the exact same. Something original. And all the shareholders are like, we're going into this 10 billion lighter and you're not changing anything. You're not firing anybody. You're not bringing anybody to fix this. We're going down. So they, and mark my words, what I prophesize is going to happen because I told everybody about Ron Jeremy. I was right. I'm going to tell you about Disney. <laughs> Disney is going to keep on this path for at least one more year. At the end of the year, when they suffer an even bigger loss, they're going to be in bad financial straits. This is how Disney's going to save themselves. They're going to start selling off some of their properties. They are going to sell off Lucas Films, and George Lucas is going to buy it for half what he sold it for. I guarantee it. As soon as they put it on the market... As they're letting go of Lucasfilms, George Lucas is going to step in, rebuy his fucking property at a discounted price of what he made off of it, and then own it again. And he's going to turn around and give it to his and daughter. And you know what? When when people see that, how much do you think it's going to go up instantly? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, this is what's going to happen because fucking George Lucas is a billionaire. He's waiting. I'm, I know what George, George Lucas wants to leave his creation to his daughter. He's waiting patiently. He knows Disney's going down and pretty soon they're going to have to sell things. I, I guarantee one of the very first things they're going to sell is the Muppets. Because they're not doing much with it. They're going to sell it off first. They're going to sell Jim Henson's Muppets. That's going to be the first thing. They're going to hold on to Marvel as long as they can. But before they let Marvel go, they're, because the last three Star Wars films did so poorly, they're going to let go of Lucasfilm. And then George Lucas is going to buy it and uh, reown it. But I think Marvel will be the last property that's non-Disney, it's non-core uh, Disney, they will maintain. They will try to maintain Marvel the longest. I just got a mental picture of him buying back Star Wars, sitting at his computer with his mouse and taking the last three and going, recycle bin, recycle bin, recycle bin. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's just, I see this happening. He has the capital to purchase it. There is only a few people, maybe a handful in the world that could buy Lucasfilms. 
Because I think he sold it for like $600 million. There's only a few people that could buy Lucasfilms. But when they get into bad financial straits next year, I guarantee it's going to happen about beginning of next year, they're going to start selling Disney-owned secondary properties. And I, my prediction is one of the very first things they're going to sell is uh, Jim Henson's Muppets because they're not doing a lot with it. So I think that's going to be the first property they sell. But I think they're going to sell off Lucasfilms and George Lucas going to buy that shit back and give it to his Jesus, daughter. Jesus, how the fuck old is Madam Webb? She looks like she's about 100 years old. Uh, like, like M. Black says, she is a very obscure comic oh, book character. Some, somebody that nobody cares about. And, but she's a woman. And that's oh, good enough. God. That's good enough. You got to have woman-centered heroes. And if, uh, if it's not a woman, then turn her into a woman. <laughs> like Captain Marvel was originally a man. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. But well, they, yeah, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, it mean, was. Yeah. yeah, he was originally a man, but they turned. I mean, Carol Danvers was a character from the original comic books that did become Captain Marvel. Marvel, but they intentionally went with the female version because that's what they do. Was there ever a female Spider-Man? Yes. I'm surprised they didn't just do that then. They gender swapped that too. Yeah, they, they, they're they all about gender swapping and race swapping and all that shit. Uh, yeah, but that's what I think is going to happen. So that's, that's what I believe is going to happen. You know, when I was growing up, horror movies, I really liked Freddy Krueger. He was my favorite. And I, I realized why Freddy was my favorite. Because all the other horror villains were just big, dumb, strong retards. <laughs> they are. It's like Jason is a big, strong retard. Michael Myers is a big, strong retard. And it's like, don't pull out their masks. They look like they have Down syndrome. He did look like Yeah, they, they, they're both, they're, they're, they're slar from the Goonies with a, with a mask. They're slar from the Goonies with a mask. That's all they are. Literally, Jason and Michael Myers are the same villain. There's slore <laughs> in a mask from the Goonies. Rocky Road. <laughs> They're big, retarded guys with a machete. It's like they they made. It's like people in the '80s tried to make people afraid of retarded people. Like if that person's big and retarded, he's going to grab a mask, start chopping everybody up. Oh God! Like Sling Blade. Mm, I'm a retard. I'm going cut people up with a fucking blade <laughs> it's like fuck retards don't go around killing everybody shit what is it with and, and you know the, the the mentally handicapped people they're like we don't like retarded we're offended it's like fuck you you see how they're portraying you in every fucking movie why aren't you bitching about that why aren't you bitching that every time a fucking retard's on screen he's killing somebody fuck you <laughs> You're bitching about the word I'm using? Why don't you look at the portrayal of your people? They're all big, dumb, and killers. Fuck. If you want to bitch that, oh, they're saying retard in a movie, why don't you bitch how they're fucking portraying retards? Because you guys are scary. Hell, most hillbillies are retarded. I don't know. And they're know. killing people. I will give you one time that I actually really liked... Um 
Oh, the dude who played Willow. Val Kilmer? No. Oh, oh you're talking about uh, uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah, the one Warwick time Davis, I did yeah. like him. Warwick Davis. When he played um, the Leprechaun. Warwick Davis, I love Warwick Davis. He is so fucking funny. I did like the Leprechaun movies. Uh, he... He's a good actor. I, he has a comedy <laughs> series now that's fucking hilarious where he plays himself running an agency for dwarves. Oh, And God. it's fucking hilarious. It, it, because he's trying to come up with ideas because they're losing money. So he's like, so what can we do to make money? She says, hey, how about we do, we help the law enforcement. You could disguise yourself as a little kid and lure out pedophiles. Oh, God. So Warwick Davis says, what are you talking about? That If somebody walks up to me and gives me candy, if I'm dressed, he's like, she's like, you could dress like a little girl. He's like, why wouldn't I just dress like a little boy? Why a little girl? <laughs> and, and, and he says, if somebody comes up and gives me candy, it's not illegal. You're allowed to give candy to a dwarf. I'm not a kid. <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. It's a fucking hilarious show. But uh, yeah, I love me some Warwick Davis. He's he's hilarious, and you you could tell every time he played Leprechaun, he was having a blast. He was having fun. You just watched Leprechaun to watch Warwick Davis have the most fun of anybody in a role. He's just loving being evil. He's having the best time of his fucking life. I bet if you ask Warwick Davis, that's probably his favorite role to play, because he looks like he's having a blast playing that fucking role. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite. Um, 80s, I guess you'd call them villains. Warwick Davis Monster is great. Villains. It, it, speaking of monsters, I was discussing with uh, with Lucian the other day about the movie Frankenstein and the, the book Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and the movie they made, which even though the Boris Karloff movie is nothing like the book, the, the message is the same. And I was testing to see if people understood the book and the movie and Lucian did not. And I don't think most people do. Okay. Let me explain to you what Frankenstein, the book is about and what they made the movie about. Frankenstein's not the villain. The monster's not the villain. It's the doctor. Who's the evil one in the book. He's fucking a piece of shit. Even in the movie, he's a piece of shit. The bad guy, the monster is a child that is just looking for love and acceptance. The, I agree. Yeah. The bad guy in the film and in the book is Dr. Victor Frankenstein. He is a piece of human shit in the book. He is an asshole. And the whole movie is about him just being this megalomaniac narcissist that doesn't give a shit about his creation and just spurns him. And all the monster wants is love and affection and acceptance by, by his parent. And then goes out and accidentally kills a kid because it has the brain of a child is trying to play. But the fact is the real villain in the book and the movie is Dr. Frankenstein. He's the true villain in the movie. And most people don't get that. They don't go, okay, the monster's not the villain. The doctor is the villain. I get it now. But that's the way it was intended and people See, just didn't I'm get it. See, I'm not even a huge fan and that's how I understood it. Yeah, it that. was always Dr. Victor Frankenstein was the villain of the movie. But they made it out to be Frankenstein's monster and then he appears in all these other movies as his villain. But he was never intended as the villain of that story or movie. It was Victor uh, Frankenstein that was the piece of shit. The, uh, the monster was actually a fairly um, benign 
being. It was made wicked from the actions of Dr. Victor Von Frankenstein. By the end of the book, the monster is not a nice person, but it's because Victor Von Frankenstein has done all this horrible shit to his creation. And it lives this horrible life. So, I couldn't stand Jar Jar. You couldn't stand the Jar Jar. Me the Jar Jar Binks. Ooh. Okie dokie. Yeah, I didn't care for him either. <laughs> Nobody liked poor Jar Jar. <laughs> However, the the actor that played Jar Jar came back in The Mandalorian and as a different character and <laughs> got the fans back. He came back as a, he's the Jedi that saved Grogu. Didn't they I, I wanna say either you told me or I saw somewhere they, they actually gave him that part is like they felt an apology. Bad. Yeah, the the <laughs> the people from Star Wars felt like he got railroaded. He did his best. He was told to play it that way by George Lucas. Everybody hated him and he loved Star Wars. He was so excited to be part of Star Wars. Then all the fans hate his guts. So they reached out to him and said, We you were done dirty. You wanna come back? We'll give you a good role. And they made him a hero. <laughs> And they made him be the per- the Jedi master that saves Grogu. And they gave him this great fight scene. And all the fans loved it. Good. And he, he, I saw an interview with him. And he's getting all teared up. He's like, you know, <laughs> it took me 20 years to to actually have Star Wars fans. He says, I've been in the yeah. Star Wars movies for 20 years. He says, I've never had a fan And before. I have to tell people I was Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> it, he's, it, it, it got me in the feels because he says, I've been in these movies for over 20 years. He says, I've never had a fan. All right. You got 20 seconds. All right, people. Well, we hope we entertained you. <laughs> and uh, God, I'm so glad I got to talk about him shitting on that woman's head. I've been chomping <laughs> at the bit for that shit. I mean, that's just Vince McMahon shits on a woman's head. Damn. <laughs> that's still like fuck it's you, gross yeah you gotta process that shit. Vince McMahon but anyway people we love you and we hope we entertain you so peace bye guys hi guys I have some fun on here Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick.